And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Wow, it is Wednesday. Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian Journey. First, as we have prepared for the new year, we want to make sure to stand firm in one of the things we discussed about, Eva. Eva is every victory acknowledged. Not legalistically, but we need to be and should want to be aware that we need to up our praise ante. We have covered on this show, and tens of thousands of church have also covered in other ministries, the need to have hope and confidence for our future. We would stand firm, and we should stand firm in the faith and in the truth of wisdom. So in today's sharing, we're going to put forth a practical strategy for helping us do Eva. Next, the credit for this strategy is always and should always be given to Jesus since he spoke the truth and he himself is the truth. That's where the credit starts. And we find that Jesus often uses people to help us seize, see, or submerge into the truth. So in this case, while it has been a long-taught lesson in my own walk of 44 years as a Christian, my beautiful wife, Noelle, still gets the credit for how this teaching came about. No, it's not new. All this material is at least 2,000 years old. And finally, the reality is that when she and I discussed some of our trials, which we often do, she brought the truth that Jesus spoke to light, which clarified our pathway. And I kind of fail in this. I don't do that good in this. But I never stop trying. Each step is a classic piece of wisdom that tells us how, listen, to engage practically for our future. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. I like that. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Or let me just say this about politics. <laughs> All right. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey. Oy vey. No, got to do this just for D. Just got to do this for D. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. But when you call, 972-445-0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! 
right. Talking to Dynamite D is like somebody making you smile because they smile at you first. That's a pretty good like gift, it. brother. You like it? That's a gift that you have. All right. Here is the bottom line ski. That's a new one. The bottom line ski. I like that. What do you pull that one out, Dave? I don't know. I don't know. I just, you know, I thought this show would be a lot more rusty. <coughs> Not so much. Anyway, uh, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is any topic is open for conversation. We just don't want it to be a kvetch fest. Look, I I like talking about theology. I like talking about different opinions, different comments, different thoughts. But I love encouraging one another. Why? Because we all need it. And if you don't think we need it, you are living in some <laughs> phantom world or on heavy-duty medication. Because the bottom line is things are getting weirder and weirder, and we need to stand together closer and closer. So if you got something you want to share, you got a praise report, boy, that'd be great. People love praise reports. You got a prayer request, let's put our faith together, let's pray, let's petition the Lord together, let's make it happen. If you got something going on that you're just trying to get an insight to, we're for it. If you've got the right recipe for apple pie and vanilla ice cream. We've gave up on apple pie. Okay. <laughs> not yet, brother. I'm not, not yet. I'm not giving up yet. Bottom line is you reach out to us, you touch base with us, we will be glad to participate together. Here's your trivia question if you're thinking pretty good, thinking like you've got it going on, thinking like you understand, true or false? It says last time we did Old or New Testament, now it's true or false. In the Old Testament times, men were encouraged to take foreign wives. True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase org. I do want to remind people to be praying for the audience. We've already prayed for relationships. Be really, really cool if people were praying for physical healings for people. People need healings. There's people that need a touch in their body. You can be a conduit of that prayer, of that petition, of that faith to reach people. Here, I'll just ask you this question. When the Lord says, well, who will go? Who will go for me? Are you saying, here am I? Are you saying, here am I? Because that's what the Lord is looking for. So we need people praying for one another. Yes, we'll talk about the buddy system later on, but think about what's being said. Be the participator. Be the stand-in-the-gap Christian who prays for other Christians. Not along denominational lines, along Jesus lines. Okay? Just I can't make that any clearer or any simpler. Okay? Okay. It's all right? It's all right. It's all right. All right, there you go. True or false, Old Testament times, men were encouraged to take foreign wives. You guys should get this. This should not be that difficult. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, at he must increase org. I'm going to read a big portion of Scripture. Don't be all that surprised. We do do that, you know. But I want you to hear what's being said. It's not my words. It's the Lord's words. This is how we practically need to approach this year. Because you know what? I already know there's a ton of people that are afraid what's going to happen, not sure what's going to happen. What are we going to do? This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. 
I do like Steve Martin's uh, line. He goes, you never know. I mean, an Adam Bob can end up in your nose. I mean, it's just like one of those things. Just like, okay, let's just take this one step at a time. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat, drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. What do you mean, Dave? They don't have an IRA? They don't have a savings account? They don't have a medical this? How is that possible? They don't sow or reap or store away. They don't sow or reap or store away. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? The answer is yes. And so for people that live in the Peter realm, oh, stop. Verse 27, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? No, you can't. And why do you worry about clothes? Look at the flowers of the field. They Look at the flowers of the field. They don't labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown in the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Uh-oh. Can you being at this sermon where Jesus said this and you're like going, uh, okay. Verse 31, so do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? Or who will run the government or what will take place? How will all this happen? Oh, no. Verse 32, the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them. But seek first the kingdom and his right, his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, oh, good conclusion. I need a conclusion. I need a conclusion to this stuff. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Okay. All right. See, I can just repeat this. That's some good stuff. <laughs> just repeat this. Here's how you face the future. Ready? Stop it. <laughs> That's this. You cannot face the future with fear because if you do, you're sinning. Oh, 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 what? Whatever is not of faith is sin, the Bible says. Uh-oh. But Dave, therefore, I love it because you guys, I know you guys... If you knew how animated I really was, you'd be, like, worried about me. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. It's as though the Lord is saying, you know, tomorrow <clears throat> is tomorrow. And depending on what the plan is from God, there might not be a tomorrow. So you can worry all you want. But it ain't going to do anything except for take away from you. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I just, it's just impossible for me just to, it's impossible for me to stop and just ignore this. I don't do this, okay? But I want to. I don't do this perfectly or even semi-perfectly. In fact, this might be one of the few places where uh, my A average goes way down. Here's the thing that Jesus is trying to communicate. It's because of my little faith that I don't believe that he's got it covered. Again, I don't know what's going to happen with you in relationship and work and health. I have no idea. But I know for a biblical fact that the absolute truth 
is it is our lack of faith, our little faith, that puts us in a position to be afraid about tomorrow. And Jesus said five times, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. If my dad told me not to do something once, eh, you know, 50-50. The second time as his voice raised, <clears throat> that's getting a little tighter. The third time as his voice raised and the belt came out, oh, that's a lot different. <laughs> like, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> we have arrived. All I'm saying is that the Lord says it multiple times. It's like, we need to go. Okay. We got to stop being afraid because we don't know or all the things that we hear. We got to stop being afraid of the future as though the person who is holding the future doesn't have any control. You know, we just got to stop. And this is the Sermon on the Mount. By the way, this is exactly in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus is like going, stop that. Stop it. Stop that. Stop it. Stop that. I think after the third one and the belt's out, fourth and fifth, that's like, <laughs> don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble. In other words, focus on today. That's what the Lord says. Okay, here's the answer to the trivia question, true or false. In Old Testament times, men were encouraged to take foreign wives. <laughs> False. That is not true at all. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Well, all, all amps are louder. Because, you see, ours, normally an amp goes from 1 to 10, see? But ours, they go, they go to 11, see? So ours are one more. They're louder, see? So you turn them all the way to 11, all the way up. They're louder. <laughs> I have saved the best for the for last because I know almost what I am doing, but not quite. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. 
50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for your next trivia question. Get ready. Get ready. You You should know this. I will tell you this one thing. Uh, Genesis. Okay. That's your big hint. Genesis. Not the band. Okay. Here we go. All right. Who is willing to travel hundreds of miles with a servant to marry a man she had never seen? Huh? 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 Who was willing to travel hundreds of miles with a servant to marry a man she had never seen? That's the question. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call, 214-210-8483. That would be the text, david at hemusincrease.org. That would be the email, Joanne and Cordelia get the pow-pow. Nice job, ladies. Uh, As we get this rolling, uh, Eric, right behind them by 10 seconds. Wow. You guys are close. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, we have our jokes. Yes, that's right. We're still doing jokes, but somebody's calling in. So you have been spared for a short time, not a long time, a short time so that somebody can answer the trivia question. Assuming they want to get on the air. If not, we'll just do go from there. Uh, but that's the trivia question. It looks like they're ready. So let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello. Hello. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Wonderful. I am thankful and blessed and hope I find you in the same manner. Yes, you do. Thank you for saying that. All right. Great. All right. You ready for the trivia question? Okay. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Can you turn your window? Do you have a window that's up? Can you turn your window up a little? Well, I think the answer to your question is Rebecca. That is correct, Amanda! You are correct. That is right. Excellent job. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. God bless you. All right. Great job. A little bit of a window problem there, but that way she got it. She didn't. All right. What'd you say about that? I can't hear you. I can't. You got to push the button. I said it sounded like she was calling from the airport. Yeah. But we're, we're grateful. Was that a new caller, Dave? Yeah. Sounded like a new caller. We got, that, 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 that sounded like a new caller. We're, you know. we're grateful. We're rolling. 
Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling right. Okay, thanks. Uh, all right, so that was that trivia question. Uh, I still got to do the jokes. I know people are like, well, wait a minute. Somebody answered the trivia question. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Uh, some of these are cute. These are not the best jokes in the world. You got to warm into the jokes for those that don't understand that. This is a pretty funny one, though, this first one. Uh, an editor, weary of the abuse following his editorials, decided to run the Ten Commandments in his editorial column. A few days later came a letter, Cancel my subscription. You're getting too personal. You're getting too personal. <laughs> Well, that's an interesting sound. <laughs> okay, all right then. Uh, here you go. Here's another one. Uh, advice for the day. If you have a lot of tension and you got a headache, do what it says on the aspirin bottle. Take two aspirin and keep away from children. <laughs> keep away from children. Okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> We're just going to move on. People are like, what? That's not nice. Say what? There, that's that's probably more apropos. All right, so we're talking about this uh, understanding of how to approach the future. And look, let's be honest. Things are thrown at you and I on a regular basis, right? I mean, that is how the system is that we live in, our form of communication. doesn't matter whether you're on a cell phone. doesn't matter whether you're on the internet, radio, television. All this stuff just like throwing. It's all like, okay. So let's see what God has to say since God writes the headlines. No, no, the real headlines, not the fake ones, the real headlines, the headlines of truth, okay? James 4, 13 through 15. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll go to this city and that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? It is a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord's will, we will do this. And if the Lord wills, we'll do that. So here's what the text is saying. This is for people that have the plans, right? Everybody's got the plans. You know, I'm not talking about politics. Okay, yes, I am. All these people have all these plans and all these ideas and all this stuff, right? Well, today and tomorrow we're going to go to this city and that city and spend a year there and carry on business and carry on this and make money. And the Lord's like going, your life is a mist. So if you've ever had a vaporizer in a room, have you ever had a vaporizer in a room? Right? Sure have, yeah. Right? You put water in it, you push a little thingy, out comes a little stuff, right? You see that stuff that comes out? That's your life. <laughs> what? What happens if you turn a fan on right by the, the vaporizer? It goes bye-bye. And it only takes one push of one button. The point is that there's this mindset of control. And so we think, well, I'm going to go here, then I'm going to go there. And this isn't even in the negative, just so you can know. I mean, normally, I'll talk about the negative next segment. But today or tomorrow, we're going to go to this city and that city and spend a year there and carry on business and make money. And you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. minute. Is it wrong to make plans? No, it is actually not wrong to make plans. As long as those plans are surrendered to God and you don't face the future with fear or you don't live your life with God in a lack of faith, there's nothing wrong with having plans and bringing them before the Lord and yielding them. But you live by your relationship with God, not your plans. Now that is hard for some people to hear. 
See, you are supposed to live by your connection to the king, not how you think things should pan out. And so this is not even a negative, so I don't want you to get that impression that everything in that is that. It's just where you put these things. Where do you put this? Well, this is my plan. I'm going to go here, here, and go here, here, and then go here. Like when Noel and I had discussed this, I'm just being as honest as I can be, like as straightforward. When we discussed this idea of moving, you know, hey, uh, sure, I'd lo- I'd like to be able to move, except for a, I hate moving. <laughs> so I'm just like b, uh, our situation's really good. I really don't want to change that. And then d e f g. But you know what we did? We took it all and we said here. That we, we want to do this by you. We're not going to do this ahead of you. But I don't want to do this behind you. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying not to walk so far ahead of God that I don't see him in the picture or so far behind him that when he speaks, I can't hear him. I'd like to be a little more on the side. And so when you've got that going on, it's not that all planning is bad. It's just how much power does that plan have? Does it direct everything you do. And that's kind of where the verse 15 comes. It says, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? It's like, this is not, it's not to be an insult to you. I guess maybe it is a little bit. It's a mist that appears for a little while, then vanishes. I mean, if you read the Psalms, David says something in, I think it's Psalm 36 or 37. Or it's like, we're here, we're gone. <laughs> here and gone. That, 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 that. It's just like, and he said, it says, instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that, which takes every plan that we have and submits it to God in a current present tense. Not if it was the Lord's will or if it will be the Lord's will. If it is the Lord's will. So let me tell you something about that. So you don't do that from the past perspective, and you don't do it from the future perspective. You do it from today. Today's perspective. If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this. It's up to the Lord. By the way, that's not even the thing I wanted to show. Next, next, I told. All right. We're going to take, take our break. The next segment... uh, Don't get mad at me. I'm not the one who wrote it. Uh, Next segment's coming up. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. 
what is the David Spoon experience? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. What happens when he stops following Christ? You stop following him. And what about 2 Corinthians 2.14? Not that we rule over your faith, Paul said. What? Not that we rule over your faith. So this whole notion that there's this authority structure and that people have to obey, because if they don't obey in every nuance, they're going to be, you know, zapped or whatever. Ours was better. You know what our story was? Ken told the story about past congregations he had, how about people who disobeyed him and spoke evil about them and how God killed them. That's what he told us. In fact, it was true that somebody out of the 110 people out of his three previous churches, let's just, we'll just leave that there, uh, uh, one person did die. Wow, one out of 110. They picked up a hitchhiker on their way to Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, I pastored in Flagstaff. And uh, the hitchhiker ended up killing the guy because the guy was a mental case. But uh, can use that after his church was closed 15 years later saying, gee, what? What? But we were too dumb to know. So now you have the same guy that told us how to attack a Christian leader, telling us we can no longer attack Christian leaders unless he, the anointed of God, gives us permission. He's in charge, and we can't challenge him or question him. And, oh, by the way, if we talk about the anointed or touch the prophets of God, God will kill us, and he's him. So I, I, he's, he's the one of the anointed, so we can't touch him. Even though none of that is scriptural, none of that is right, and all of that is wackadoodle. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We have our next trivia question. Get ready. This is a tougher one. Not too tough, but a tougher one. In the account of the wedding at Cana, who was surprised by the high quality of the wine served during the banquet. Okay? So remember the wedding at Cana of Galilee? Uh, <clears throat> who was surprised by the high quality of the wine served during the banquet? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. You can call 972-445-0770. You can text 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at he must org. Somebody is calling in, so we'll let them take that. On this one, Eric, by one-tenth of a second, has beat Joy in on the pow-pow. That's pretty funny. Because I got to do this now by tenths of seconds. You guys are killing me. Uh, before we do that, though, I do want to send people up to the website. It's kind of what we do. On the website, there's all this really cool stuff like the podcasts and all this goofy stuff and videos and encouragement. But then there's that one really big part where it's really important to Dave, the place to give. More, sir. I'd like some more. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Prayer request. Yeah. 
Sound like we may have to plug the website. I, the computer I think we're going to have wanna... to plug it. I think you got two things going at once. I think you got the, the Three Stooges, the Haymo, and then you got the other thing going at the same time. Okay. He must increase dot org. Boom, 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 boom. He Prayer request. He must increase dot org. Praise report. He must increase dot org. Looking to give to this ministry. He must increase dot org. Confused by what's happening right now. He must increase dot org. He must increase dot org. <laughs> What's up, Doc? Not much, Bugs. What's up with you? Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and send the person through who's ready to answer the trivia question. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is Will Rogers. What's up, Doc? Hey, Will Rogers. How are you? I'm great. I hope you're better. I'm doing fantastic, brother. Thank you for asking. A lot better than I was doing yesterday. Let me just say that in a quick statement. All right, now this is a classic in the account of the wedding at Cana. Who was surprised by the high quality of wine served during the banquet? I believe that would be described as the master of the feast or something like that. That is correct, Amundo! So it's master of the feast, master of the ceremony, master of the banquet, the dude that was in charge, or we would probably call them the wedding planner. I'm just saying that's what we would call them, but I'm just saying. But back then it was a big, 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 much bigger deal, not quite the profession that it is today. Excellent job, by the way. And he would be one who would know, since he would know all the different quality of all the different foods and drinks and everything that's taking place throughout the wedding. Excellent job. Yes, sir. You, well, are... you have a blessed day and a blessed rest of the year. Thank you. You too. I look forward to hearing from you in the future. Okay. All right. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Great job there. I just want uh, Roger again to know I'm going to answer a question that he asked me in the middle of this. So just uh, everybody just hang in there. Just so much, so much to do. So little time. <laughs> Isn't that the story of our lives? Uh, In the meantime, we still have to do, as soon as I can find it, uh, history, which is somewhere around here. So let's play the history song. Let's go All right, now this is kind of a mixed bag for me, so you guys are just going to have to deal with this. Uh, Today is Trivia Day, which we support strongly, right? It's National Spaghetti Day, which we also support strongly. It's uh, Festival of Sleep Day, which was pretty good for last weekend. Now, this is the weird part, so just... Don't nobody get offended. Get off your get off your uh, holier than thou. Uh, today is Tom Thumb Day. Now let me explain this, and then explain the good and the bad. Uh, Tom Thumb uh, was only three three point three five feet tall. He traveled with P.T. Barnum, married Lavinia Lavina Warren. She was two feet six six point six inches tall. Made front page news and had ten thousand guests. The wedding couple then was received by the United States President Abraham Lincoln at the White House. Right, so I love all that. I think it's such a great story. However, my wife works for that company, and therefore I am not that excited. <laughs> 
pretty much. Is that a good way to do that? That's a great way. Okay, there you go. Uh, Let's see. Sam Colt sold his first revolver pistol in the United States government uh, on this day in 1847. And for those that don't like it, tough. Uh, 1896, Utah is admitted as the 45th state. Uh, 2004, Spirit and NASA Mars rover landed successfully on Mars. That's the one that my brother-in-law helped write the program for. Wow. So there you go. So, yeah, it's kind of a bummer because it's, what is he, a rocket scientist? Yes. <laughs> see that doesn't see how that doesn't help me in the joke anymore? What is he, a rocket scientist? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. All right, here's the part I know I'm going to mess up. I told D about this just so he could be aware because, you know, okay. You're going to get it right. I want to get it right. I do want to get it right because I, I always do this wrong. And I just I want to get it right somehow. It's got to be a way I can do this where it makes sense. Okay. All right. Let me let me get to this. All right. All right. Matt, I'll give you the three verses and then I'll get into what this is. Lamentations 3, 22, 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Because of his compassions, never fail. They are new every morning. How often are they new? Every morning. When are they new? Every morning. <laughs> I know I'm going to mess it up, but just listen. You can't get away from this. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, okay? Because if God didn't love us, we'd all be, you know, blistered, okay? Or as I was sharing with uh, with uh, a brother uh, not too long ago, we do. We, if we get what we were entitled to, we'd all be zapped off the universe, okay? Got it. But because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. So, and I've taught this before, but I, I keep teaching it poorly. So what in the Old Testament for the children of Israel, what was new every morning that they got six days a week, but on the sixth day they got a double portion? What was that that was new every morning? What was that? We would call that manna. They got manna. Uh, so just just to think of it, forget trying to be specifically perfect, just from a practical point of view, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they got manna every morning. Then Saturday, they got a double portion so they wouldn't have to go out on Sunday. I mean, I'm just, just keep it that way so you can follow what I'm trying to say, okay? So if you got manna on Monday, listen, you can't save that manna for Tuesday— because it turned into maggots. You understand? Okay. So I, I'm just trying to make sure you get this. So so they would get manna for the day. There, I just want to make sure everybody's getting this. So they're new every morning, just like the compassions. They never fail. The compassions of God are new every morning. And so the children of Israel also got manna every single day. They got it in the morning. They got their stuff. They ate it that day. You couldn't save any for the next day. It was for that day. Okay. Now, now I want you to think of your faith as manna and think of your faith and trying to spread out your faith in the future. If you take your faith and think of it as a dollar bill, as a Jewish person would, and you try and say, I'm going to have faith for the next 10 days, you'll only have 10 cents of faith per day even though you get a new dollar every day. You need to use the full dollar of faith given to you every day for today. And tomorrow, you'll get a new dollar for the faith 
for tomorrow for the day. And then Wednesday, you'll get a new dollar for the faith for that day. In other words, you get a dollar's worth of faith and you need to spend it all on the day and not try and spread it out and reduce its power. Does that, does that make sense? I mean, you've got to be, it's got to make sense sometimes. It does. Okay. Jesus said, Give us today our daily bread. Psalm 18, verse 24. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. So there's there's ample verses. I'm trying to think of how many there are. And there must be 150 verses that about today, 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 today. Because trying to save it for tomorrow when two things happen. You you might not have a tomorrow. I hate to say that, but it's true. And you think, well, that can't possibly be true on the earth. Yeah, tell God if he doesn't just say tomorrow, that's it. Tell me, oh, well, it would be different than his word taught. You mean different how you than you understood his word? Oh, cute. Anyway, the point is fresh faith every day, fresh dollar every day. Just think of it, fresh manna every day. You can't save it for the next day. Got to use it today. Just that simple. And then Roger again asked a question, which is here. He goes, what, why do I beat myself up when my plans don't work out? The primary reason is because we think we have control and here's the problem with trying to control past today, and that is you don't know what the future holds. You can only know him who holds the future. You know what's around that corner? No, you don't. <laughs> but you can know who is around the corner. See that difference? So when we make a plan and it doesn't work, then we think either we failed God or we failed ourselves. Well, take the plan. Bring it before the Lord, surrender it, and then just say, if you're in it and that works, great. And if not, thank you for not letting it come to fruition. Forward we go. In you, day by day. And if you really want to appreciate that, then you should think of the Three Stooges where they go inch by inch. <laughs> just like, you know, one step at a time, one step at a time. Just think of these three verses. I don't even have to just think of these three verses. Just boom, right? Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Praise the Lord. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice, rejoice today and be glad. Praise the Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. By the way, daily bread, that's manna. By the way, bread, manna, bread, manna. You see, this stuff's better than me, but it's there. And if you can pick up on it and use it, it will help you for what? For the rest of your life until you hear the trumpet blow, which could be tonight or 20 years from tonight or 50 years from tonight. I don't know. All we know is we have a king who we can count on. That I know. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Swin Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. Now, you think three words? Come on, Dave. 
Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher, or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi, it doesn't matter. She said, Mary. She, she responded, Master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point, Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany. Noel, Joshua, Ashley. At some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. said some people can really define that moment. Some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, well, it was kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date that he said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of his depth of love. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for your last trivia question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's see, a little bit, still a little lingering left over. Who is the Old Testament? I'm sorry, who in the Old Testament said. I have made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. And here is your hint. Not in the employment section. There you go. Okay. There you go. You can't tell me that is not a great hint. That's it. That's all you're getting. Not in the employment section. That doesn't mean yeah, you'll understand. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. Now, when I said not in the employment section, that doesn't mean that the person's name, you know, it, it is that person. It's just not from an employment point of view. 
complicated. I can't explain all of these jokes. <clears throat> Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Some <laughs> jokes I just smile and nod my yeah, head. Just, <laughs> See, just, how'd you like to be D and go through this process? What What is wrong with that guy in there? Can't even keep his glasses on. All right. So here's the thing I wanted to say about that other thing, and then we'll get to it. So don't spend your daily faith on something other than today. That's what I'm saying. In other words, if you get you get a dollar's worth of faith, don't spend 90 cents of that faith on Tuesday or or Saturday or day by day. All right? Day by day. Day by day. Okay? Get it? All right. Now, <clears throat> L, L does have a joke. He wants to throw in there in the middle of it. Why did the chicken cross the road? I'm going to wait for him to give me the, the follow-up. Okay. Let's see. There's there's a couple of great responses to that. I'm just going to give him a chance to finish up. Uh, here you go. Here's what you guys got to remember. Ready? Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. Ready? Ready? Do not be anxious about anything. But Dave, see, see there, see that? Let me explain to you about the word but. But in the dictionary means on the other hand. Okay, that's what it means. I didn't, not my words. So do not be anxious about anything. In every situation. I don't know. How many is every? Well, a lot of them, I would think, if not every one of them. By prayer and petition. With thanksgiving present your request to god with thanksgiving every right i mean to get to people who have a knock on people being thankful is just weird i mean i've noticed people are like you can't be thankful for everything why you you want to be angry at god i just don't get it you can't believe god's gonna do something good you can't say thank you ahead of time okay uh, i'm about to give you you're about to you know give you a nice anger well thank you you can't say that ahead of time you can only say it afterwards? Okay. <laughs> That's just weird. Do not be anxious about anything. How many things? Nothing. You can't be anxious about anything. What, in every situation. How many situations? Every. Oh, my goodness. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Prayer is general. Petition is specific. When you petition, it's very specific. When you pray, it's more general. Just so you can know, Paul's not trying to create new theologies. Whether you're praying in mass or you're praying specific. We used to call it sniper prayer. When I know people don't like stuff like that, but too bad. It's like very specific. You're going right after a target. You, you present your request to God, okay? And that's the combination of prayer and petition of the request. Verse 7, and the peace of God, which does what, Dave? Transcends all understanding. In other words, it doesn't make sense. It goes above understanding and guards our hearts and minds. What's our hearts, our feelings? What's our minds, our thoughts? Guards our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Where is it? In Christ Jesus. So let's just take the whole thing together and think about what we've been saying about how to deal with the future and the things that are up and coming past uh Pass the next hour from now. Here, ready? Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard 
your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Good, I need them guarded. That's what I need. And then you can't miss this one because it's right here. Because <laughs> they go together. Because well, I think they go together. So 1 Peter 5, 6 or 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he might lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, does that care mean once a week? Does that care means he cares for you occasionally? Or does he care for you? Right? I mean, <clears throat> I'm tr trying not to overuse dog illustrations, but my dogs uh, uh, have an anxiety about eating. I don't know if your dogs do. Maybe your cat does. It's not that they don't think they're going to eat, but just not sure when they're going to eat, depending on when we get home. So there's a little anxiety that they go through. And that's why when you walk in the door, as much as you think they're happy to see you, which they are happy to see you, okay, they're also happy that there's somebody there that can provide food and get that food out of that big container. So <laughs> the point is, you imagine God's like going, I've never stopped feeding you once. What's the problem? That's what we say to the dogs. They don't care. Levi actually, now you guys will... I don't want to hear about the neurotic part of Levi. He's very neurotic. But he'll tremble until we put his food down. Just to make you like feel emotion. He's got the game down. Yeah, he's like emotionally guilting, right? <gasps> I haven't eaten since uh, uh, you left at 9 o'clock when you put the two big cups of food in my— Okay, so I mean, I don't want to— you know, this is The reason you're 10 pounds overweight is this. Anyway, so the point that I'm trying to make is we're supposed to take all that anxiety— and go, here, I don't want that. And what are you anxious about? I love saying this because people hate, what are you anxious about? You're not anxious about the past. You want to know why? It's past. <laughs> You're only anxious about what's coming. Not what is, well, I did this back then. I know, but by doing that, you're afraid that something in the future is going to happen. Stop. Stop. That's why Psalm 37 says, do not fret. It's like, stop. Stop. And so we face this year, we face this future with every victory acknowledged. Everything God does, you say, hey, thank you, man. Th that is awesome. You don't have to say man. I do, but you don't have to do that. You can just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, my Heavenly Father. However you want. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing me that and revealing that. I just had that happen the other day. Here's the thing. The thing is, you don't have to face anything apart from God being right next to you. So whatever you're facing, if you just think of God next to you, one, you'll be thinking of the truth, and two, you'll be reducing the power of all these things that try to suck away your life. And they do. They do. If you don't think people are peddling in fear, you've lost it. That's what they peddle in. That's what moves things. That's what people respond to. Yeah, stop that. But you don't understand what they can do. Don't be afraid of him that can do something to the body and not the soul. Right? There's no point. No point. Who cares? So the wisdom in all of this is to do exactly what Jesus said. And that is, don't worry, don't worry about tomorrow. Here's what's what's that say? There used to be a saying, like, hey, I got your back. Hey, I got your back. 
The Lord has your back. You don't have to be afraid. And if you just commit your way to the Lord and trust him, he'll take care of you. You just got to keep that at the forefront of your thoughts. Okay? All right. All right. I just really, it's really important for you guys not to let the newness and the fear of everything. I know all this stuff that's going on. I, I'm not. And sometimes I read it and I just laugh and say, I think it's time to watch a cartoon. <laughs> you might be thinking, that doesn't seem right. It's like, does it to me? <laughs> it's like, I think I'd rather watch a cartoon. What's Bugs Bunny doing? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> All right, well, who in the Old Testament said, I have made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl? The answer is Job, not Job, Job. See, that was the employment thing. See how that works? Okay. I just dropped my phone on the table. That's all right. I need a new phone this year. I got to get a new phone. Somewhere. Now I understand the hint. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I see, didn't get was, it at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't do the best job there. All right. Well, that was a fun show. Anyhow, you have been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, each Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.